You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast. Today, we're talking about the power of nature to express abundance. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. Hey there, James Wedmore here, and thank you so much for tuning into the Mind Your Business Podcast and this very special segment that we put together for you called the 12 Days of Abundance. We have a ton of content to get into for today's abundance training, so I will keep this very short and we'll play that audio clip for you right now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are live. Thank you so much for catching the replay. This is day number four of our 12 days of abundance. We are going to get started here in just a moment, have a little fun conversation with you all around one of my favorite topics of abundance. What has been your biggest aha? What is something that's really made a difference for you as you've been hanging out with us in this conversation around abundance? Day one, we created a new definition for abundance. Day two, <laughs> forgot for a second. All about gratitude. And day three was yesterday. Lack. Lack is an illusion. Today, we're taking like a random turn in the conversation to talk about something that you don't really hear most people talk about when you talk about things like abundance, because most people talk about money. And we're going to talk about money. I love money. Money, 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 money. I also love making people feel uncomfortable when I talk about money. How much money do you make? How much is in your bank account, right? If that already starts to make you feel a little uncomfortable, good, because we're going to talk about that stuff, but we're not there yet. So you got to stay with us. We're going to talk about pricing. We're going to talk about competition. We're going to talk about where money comes from. So much good stuff coming, but today we're talking about something different. Nature. Nature. One of the beautiful things that has unfolded for me in my life is... I was blessed to grow up and live in a tourist town, Laguna Beach, California. And so we had a lot of nature there because you got the big blue Pacific Ocean. But this past year, uh, we moved to Sedona, Arizona, where the population is like 10,000 people. And my property borders miles of national forest. So it's just in one direction, it's like trees, red rock, dirt, as far as the eye can see. In fact, you can't see because then there's mountains and I don't know what's on the other side of those mountains. So I'm in a lot of nature and it's been so like healing and blessing and uh, just incredible to spend a lot of time in nature this year. For me, a lot of hiking and mountain biking and stuff like that. And nature, you know, all the great philosophers and teachers always talk about nature, don't they? And how much we can learn by observing nature. And I think we can observe a lot about the nature of abundance in nature. See what I did there? Whether you're looking at all the leaves on a tree or the amount of trees that we have in the desert, this is the desert. It's covered with green trees or even just the amount of dirt, sand, rocks, mountain, right? There's always more than enough. Today's challenge for you was to get present to that, to find a way, no matter where you live in the world, 
to find a way to connect with nature in some way and experience the abundance that exists within nature. And I think that can be really powerful for you. You know, whether it's a stream or a creek, I got a creek right down the street too. I feel so blessed. Or even just like taking a walk in the grass, right? So that was today's topic. I'm not going to necessarily tell you a story about nature or anything like that, but that's the challenge for sometime this week for you to take the time and have the opportunity to connect with nature and see if you can get present to and experience the abundance that exists in nature. Okay. So what I actually wanted to talk about today doesn't necessarily have something to to do with nature, but it does in a way, which is really the big conversation. It's the big F word, fear. Okay. So yeah, this can be a big one. Let's have a conversation around fear because nature may be, you know, a way to access moving out of fear. You know, 2020 was such an uncertain, tumultuous year for so many people. I think we'll see echoes of that into 2021. So if you're waiting to get going with your life until the external world changes or shifts, you might be waiting a really long time. Instead, how can we get comfortable with uncomfortableness, create a new relationship with fear? And I want to start by sharing my definition of fear and how I look at fear. Fear itself is your relationship to the future. So, uh, and remember, you've probably heard this distinction, but there is a real difference between danger and fear, right? Danger can be fear, but fear is your choice in how you respond to it. But in the most simplest sense, fear is the indicator to your relationship with the future. Now you can all agree, every single one of us can agree here that the future is anything but certain, right? 2020 has told us that. So the future is anything but certain, but fear tends to become this emotional, internal response that we have in relationship to the future. And to the degree in which we put our attention and give our power away to a future that we do not want, that we think is going to happen is the degree of fear that we tend to feel in the present. Is this making sense for all of you? So to put it another way, The way I look at fear is fear is how you feel in the present based on the attention and power you give to an unwanted future that you think is going to happen. And people talk about the reptilian brain and that survival side of us that's always looking for the problem, looking for the threat, right? And if you keep looking for a threat, you're probably going to find it. But the reality is, as entrepreneurs, we have to be always looking for the good, the possibility, the opportunity, and the lesson and the growth. Because everything in my life changed when my context for living changed. And your context, the way I like to define context, is it's the environment in which your life unfolds. And the context in which I created for my life is it's all happening for you. And when you begin to replace fear with faith then you'll notice that not only do you have less fear present in your life, but more evidence unfolds that it is happening for you. And for me, that changed everything. Because we have to understand, if you want to talk to me about abundance, and we're going to talk about some of these woo-woo things that we talk about, we have to talk about the other side, which is that when you focus on 
the unwanted and get into a state of fear, that which you fear, that which you worry, you are setting into motion. That is why it was, I think, JFK, right? It said, the only thing to fear is fear itself. Damn straight. Because that which you fear is that which you set into motion. That should scare the pejesus off of you. That should really scare you that you continue to dwell on what you don't want to have happen and start setting it into your life. Now, a lot of people go a little bonkers with that, but a lot can start to shift if we change the context through which our life unfolds, which is everything is happening for you. And I've done episodes on the podcast talking about this, but you know, we can, as I've said before, life is choice. So moment by moment, it's a choice, fear or faith. Because if you really think about it this way, when you're in fear, and if I said fear is your relationship to the future, you have faith that that's the future that's going to happen. It's just an unwanted future. So if you have so much, you know, hubris, so much certainty that it's not going to go that way, what would happen if you had that same level of faith towards how you did want it to go? And I hope this is all making sense. Something that can like really help us get present with that is number one, I have to assume that like you're doing okay for the most part, right? You know, you probably have a roof over your head. Not everybody does, you know. You have an internet connection, you, you have a cell phone. And by and large, I mean, I'm making a generalization and an assumption, everything's worked out thus far in your life, right? And I think a lot of people, and this was me for a long time, are waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? And that just kind of keeps us in this perpetual state of fear. But if you look back and no matter what has happened in your life, you're like, man, I've made it alive so far then we can start to say if we've been fine and we're fine now, maybe, and it is a choice to have faith in this, we'll always be fine. I'll always be okay, you know? But that's really, you know, that's your choice. I can't do that for you. And you can sit there and say, no, I won't be. And you can argue for your fears and limitations all day. That's your choice. But I want to share some of the stories of things I've gone through in my business, which are kind of like some of your worst fears realized. One of which was a based on a reoccurring dream I had. I used to have this reoccurring dream where I would watch a plane crashing right in front of me, blowing up fire, and I would run towards the plane. Now, for anyone who's into dream interpretation, your dreams are extraordinarily powerful, always guiding you and giving you messages. I realized that this reoccurring dream, which I'd like wake up in a sweat from, was the fear that my business was going to come crashing down because your business metaphorically is like this vehicle that takes you from one place to another. And here it was crashing down. And so when it comes to the context of business, I know I talk really fast sometimes, but a lot of people, when they're starting their business operate from this fear that what if this doesn't work? It's not going to work. What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? Right. And then one of two things is either is going to happen. Either you're going to give up, which I hope that's not you, or it is going to happen. It is going to work. You're going to start seeing more success. And what happens for most people when they don't create a new relationship with fear, they don't learn to manage the fear, is that you no longer have the fear, what if this doesn't work? It flips to something else that says, what if this doesn't last? And that's exactly where I found myself. What if this doesn't last? What if this doesn't last? It's only a matter of time. When is the other shoe going to drop? This is too good to be true. This is a fluke. It's, you know, oh, and I didn't realize this, but I was operating from fear every single day. And I don't need to tell you what's going to happen in your life and where you're going to take your business if you continue to operate from fear, right? 
because you get what you focus on. And if you feel fear, it means you're focusing on the unwanted. So I had this dream, plane, crash, plane, crash. Then, and some of you have heard this story for me. This was January of like 2013 or 14. I get a call from my CPA in January. And she said, end of January, maybe early February. I think it was early February because it was a call about January. She goes, I got good news and I got the bad news. Which one do you want first? I don't know. I'm always a good news first kind of guy. And she said, well, here's the good news. You just had your biggest month in business without a launch or promotion. Woohoo! We just started at just over $70,000 in a month, in January of all months, without a launch or anything like that. I was super, super stoked, as the cool kids would say. What's the bad news? Well, the bad news is your expenses were a little bit more than that. I lost money. I will never forget where I was standing. When you have these type of moments, man, where like you're, you get super present, your emotional state is at this like super high level of intensity. And I got tunnel vision. I couldn't breathe. I was like really short of breath and I couldn't focus except for like what was right in front of me because it wasn't that I hadn't made money. It's that this became the evidence for the belief that I'd been operating from. Because remember, neuroscience tells us your brain does not match your beliefs to fit your life. It fits your life to match your pre-existing beliefs, which means science is telling us that the reality you experience out there is massively a reflection of what the heck's going on in here. So I didn't see, oh, a month with high expenses. Nay, 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 my friends. I saw this is the beginning of the end. This is it. I hope you enjoyed it while it lasted. Goodbye, sayonara, peace out. And I was devastated. I was overcome by fear and couldn't function. Okay. So clearly, you know, that story has a happy ending. (laughs) I'm still here because that was like six or seven years ago. And at the time, the business was doing around, uh, I want to say it was at a million dollars at that point. I don't remember every year tied to revenue. And now we've been able to take the company to around 10 million a year. So there's a happy ending to that story. But one of the reasons why I tell that story here is that I had to have faith. Um, There had to come a point in time where I had to stop focusing and giving my power away and my energy to that which I feared and began moving it to a place of trust and faith that this is okay, that I'm going to be fine and we're going to get through this. And here's how I did that. You see, we want to treat fear kind of like the boogeyman. When you were a little kid, and you woke up in the middle of the night and you cried. You said, mom, dad, there's a monster in my closet. What did mom and dad do? They turned on the lights or they took a flashlight and they shined it into the closet. And they said, see, there's nothing there. I think for a lot of us, the fear is like that too. We always exaggerate it. We make it this big, crazy thing. And so to give you the simple answer, I actually had to become at peace. This sounds so counterintuitive. I had to become at peace with that fear of losing everything. I had to be okay with it. The moment I accepted it, 
To the degree in which you accept what is, is the degree in which you have the power and ability to do something about it. So the moment I accepted it, it no longer had power over me. Have you ever had those moments? You're like, well, that might happen, but who cares? I'm not giving up without a fight. That's power, right? Yeah, surrender. That's power, okay? And, you know, obviously we went on and did, you know, tons of success and stayed in business and all that type of stuff. But guys, at the heart of that, that very story and that very experience is the experience that actually created my signature program, Business by Design. A lot of you guys are members of Business by Design because in that dark moment, I realized I still had some lessons to learn about business, about how to operate a business the right way and what I was missing. And when I learned those lessons and implemented those lessons, so much changed. And I realized this is what I want to teach and help people with. And that became business by design. And so I share all of this because I have so many stories like that and I'm grateful for all of them. And yeah, hindsight's 2020. So you can wait until you get on the other side of whatever you're going through and realize, oh, I am grateful for it now. Getting fired or having a failed launch or whatever was the best thing that ever happened to me. But you realize when you're going through it, you have the choice to have gratitude for it in the moment, right? We talked about gratitude on day two and realize this is happening for you. And it was, it absolutely was. All of that drama and problems was all happening for me so that I could have my next level of growth. And I talked about this yesterday or someday where when you want something you've never had before, you're gonna have to up level who you are to someone you've never been before, which means life's gonna start giving you some lessons or rather some tests to see if you learn the lesson, right? Are you up for it? And it gets a little less bumpy when you embrace every situation, problem, setback, breakdown, as this is happening for me. There's something for me to learn here. This is growing me. This is teaching me. This is helping me. And this is guiding me. Most people don't do that. Most people want to stay in their comfort zone. They don't want to deal with anything uncomfortable, scary, or difficult. And they want to sit on their couch and they want to watch Netflix and they want to watch their bank account rise. And that don't happen. (laughs) You can try, but it really doesn't happen. And then at the end of the day, the beautiful thing is, is when you go through all of that and then you get the goal, like the million dollars or the sales or the business or the this or the that, it's not that outcome or result that you're proud of or that you're happy about. It's who you became in order to accomplish that result. And that's why we do what we do. And that's why it's called the journey, not the destination, man. So after all that happened, I had a dream. And the dream started out just like all those other recurring dreams where I'm standing on a balcony and I'm looking up and here comes a plane and it's starting to crash, just like all those other dreams. And as I like zoomed in on it, in the dream, the plane, turned into a little toy remote control RC airplane. And then it just buzzed away and flew off. And I never ever again had that recurring dream of a crashing airplane. And I've never ever had since then a fear of anything that I've created, anything that I've built, 
come crashing down. And it has been one of the secrets to our tremendous growth to be able to go from two to three to 10 or 9 million in one year and continue to grow beyond that is because I didn't realize how much that latent, even like low grade fear was affecting the growth of the business. Because when you're operating from fear, you're more focused on protection, self-preservation and holding on and maintaining. But without that fear, that courage, that fearlessness, that trust, that faith, you're a little bit more bolder. You take a little bit bigger steps and bigger risks and do the things that are required of you if you want to have that breakthrough year. Okay. So even though today was about nature, nature may be an opportunity for you, a gift or a lesson for you to move out of any fear that you're in and back into a place of abundance. Cause you'll know you're operating from a place of abundance because there's just no fear. The fear we have is a fear related to the future where there's not enough for you. And living from a place of abundance is knowing and having faith and trust in there is a future where there is more than enough for me. And you'll know it's true by the way it feels, which is a whole nother conversation, which we'll maybe have another day, but that's it. Hey guys, James again. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's audio clip of our 12 days of abundance. Now, if you were attending live or saw the replays, you might have seen a lot of our business by design customers ranting and raving about my money and abundance program called Mind Your Money. This is a 31 daily audio and exercise guide that's designed to help you create a brand new relationship around money, not just in your business, but in your personal life too. And the feedback and the results we get from our customers that go through it is unbelievable. In fact, I just got one today that said, James was just listening to Mind Your Money and with love and gratitude, may I please suggest you turn this into a book. For those who have not yet started it, all of the answers are inside. And during our lives, when people saw all of our students talking about Mind Your Money, they got really curious, how the heck do you join? Until now, you haven't been able to. It's been a secret bonus program for our Business by Design members, but we've decided to make it available as an extra act of abundance for you guys for the next few days while we're running these uh, podcast episodes. So Mind Your Money is a 31-day program designed to create a brand new abundant relationship with money, and it's priced at $4.97. If you want to enroll by the next few days, I am going to give you a $197 or $200 discount so you can get in for just $297. And yes, we have a payment plan available as well. So if you felt like the past year, you had some money blocks, some money stuff came up, you were afraid to maybe spend some money even on things you knew that would help you grow your business like Facebook ads or that new VA, virtual assistant, or you're having trouble raising your prices and receiving more, then you already know you need this training. And you can get signed up when you head over to jameswedmore.com forward slash MYM 2021. That's MYM 2021. Thank you so much and I'll see you soon. 
Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.